Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday. We are in the season of ordinary time, the 11th week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. Sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding Word of God. A reading from Romans chapter 11. St. Paul writes, I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. For the gift and the calling of God are irrevocable. Just as you were once disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now been disobedient, in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has imprisoned all in disobedience, so that he may be merciful to all. Have you ever wondered if maybe God has forgotten us, or left us, or given us, given up on us, left us to our own devices? Paul struggled with the question of whether maybe God had abandoned Israel now for good, now that Jesus had been crucified and raised from the dead. Had the growing church supplanted Israel? Had the new covenant in Christ's blood replaced the covenant and the promise God made to Israel? And if God had acted in that way, what does that say about who God is and our faith in God in Christ? Who and what are we trusting? The answer to those questions is a strong and resounding never. Paul himself, not to mention most of the apostles and all of the early followers of Jesus, were descendants of Abraham. That Gentiles like you and I have been included in this story, this covenant, this promise, was God's intention all along, to be brought about not by abandoning Israel, but by God's steadfast love and faithfulness to Israel that filled up Israel's promise and mission to bring light to the nations and the good news of God's kingdom to all people. 
by God's grace in Jesus Christ, we have now been included in this story of God's loving, saving, and blessing the world through Abraham and Abraham's descendants. As Paul had argued earlier in the book of Romans, by faith we have become children of Abraham. Over and over again we hear the revelation of God through these words, throughout all of Scripture, that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. It is God's covenant faithfulness, God's steadfast love, that is, uh, God's righteousness. God remains faithful to us, even when we have turned away from God. This is the big story that we discover in all of Scripture, that God remains faithful to us when we are unfaithful. And what we see God doing for us in the world, and for the whole world in Jesus Christ, is being faithful to us confining all under sin so that all might be saved, confining all, imprisoning all in disobedience so that all might be saved, breaking down the walls that divide us into tribes and nations so that we might all be shown to be sinners, so that we might all be saved by God's grace, God's mercy, and God's steadfast love for us, not just for one people, but for the descendants of Israel, in the whole world. This is now the promise of the new day dawning in Christ's resurrection, that where what had united us in our humanity was once our sin and rebellion against God, what now unites us is our faith in Christ Jesus our Lord and the praise and worship for God's steadfast love and mercy and faithfulness to us. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else, are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hearts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, 
for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We also ask that you would protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.